Hi guys, welcome back to Girls, Gems, and Giggles. On today's episode, we have a spiritual coach by the name of Macy, who's going to help us learn how to remain in our highest vibration. So enjoy this episode with Taylor, Joy, and Macy on Girls, Gems, and Giggles. I'll see you on the other side. So welcome everybody back to Girls, Gems, and Giggles. We have Macy with us today. She's a spiritual life activist and coach. So welcome to the show, Macy. Yes, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> We're glad to have you. I was um I was telling Taylor about one of your your post that really stood out to me the most and it was just about being like a high vibrational person and things that you would no longer do now that you've stepped into your you know higher vibration and mm-hmm. so, yeah I just really liked uh, your energy and your, your spirit that you had around you yeah I'm glad that we can connect I um you know it's funny that video a lot of people like some of the comments are you know how can you be doing that all the time and the the last point on there was i'm no longer seeking perfection instead i'm choosing um i'm choosing presence and awareness and acceptance and i think that's like just kind of how i got to where i am right now is just you know trying putting forth the effort to live a more high vibrational life but also realizing and recognizing that like it's a daily practice um and so yeah I'm glad that that video resonated with you so how would you describe what mean to you to say you know living on a higher vibration what does that mean well for me it just means really being aware of myself and recognizing the how certain patterns that I grew up with have um, kept me in a space of feeling low within my body so for me it's really being aware of my body and how my body is feeling and listening to my body and just being aware of those spaces within my body that's holding on to energy and kind of keeping me in this stagnant place on an energetic level and then sitting with my body long enough to realize or to come into the awareness of what's going on um, and why I'm feeling that way. And so then once I just spend that time and I'm intentional and being present for whatever's there, it's realizing, okay, it's choosing something else. So I always say like the universe is always giving us contrast. So like whatever I'm feeling on a low vibrational level then I know that there's something on the other side. And so it's just being able to connect with that um, and allowing myself to be aware and choosing daily in every moment to live in that higher vibration. Um, so I hope that answers the question. It, it does. And so when did you start thinking to yourself like, okay, like I feel like I need to raise my vibration a little bit. Like, was there some event that kind of clicked for you or, or what was it? Well, I don't know if there was necessarily a certain event. It's just kind of like progressed over time. Um, And so I think college would be whenever I became like more aware um, of just like, okay, chronic, I was a chronic complainer and I just, I was able to see that, but that was like a learned behavior. And I really didn't, um, it just didn't feel good to, to be always complaining. And I started to notice like, where complaining was keeping me it wasn't really making things better it was just making me feel worse Mm -hmm. and um so probably just early on in college just really seeing that um that behavior pattern that I was living in um and then also you know you're it's a learning process so then moving into 2015 I really became more aware. My mom had given me a book called The Power of Positive Thinking. Mm -hmm. And so I, yeah, it's a really, that's the book that, you know, I I always talk about books and The Power of Positive Thinking is the book that really pushed me into um, this journey. And 
um, once I really started reading that book, then again, it was just like, okay, I want to feel better in my body. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to check that out. I really do. Yeah, so- it's a really good book and it's old. Um, it's by Norman Vincent, Norman Vincent Pill, and it's, it's an older book, but, um, it's still very relevant. He uses scripture throughout the book, but it's like, he's very, he's using it very intentionally. And it's just, it's one of those books to really help get you out of your head. Mm-hmm. Taylor, what were you saying? I said, that sounds like a really good book. Oh yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, so so now though, do you ever find it? What do you do when you find yourself in those moments where it's like, okay, it's hard to be in my highest self right now? What what brings you to those places? Like maybe is it doubt or certain like places or people? And when you are in those moments, how good are you at self correcting to stay back on the right path? Um. I think sometimes what may trigger if we, you know, if I, wanna, I don't really use that word a lot, but what might trigger it is just being in old spaces, you know, where complaining is like still something that's very prevalent for other people. Or I know one of the points in the video you watched was gossiping, you know, if that's something that's going on in another space. So I, for me, I just go back into, um, I always say that the breath is medicine. So I really try to utilize my breath a lot in moments, just going into deep breathing. And then also if I find myself starting to engage, I will like intentionally just start talking to myself in my mind and reminding myself like we're, we're moving into a new direction. Um, And I have an example, you know, I was, um, well, just kind of like if I am hanging out with a certain group of friends or like I was with a friend earlier this week and we were just having a conversation and um you know it was I got to be in that space and just kind of listen you know and be present and um engage with her where she was and whatever it was that she had going on but also just kind of serving as a reminder for her too and for myself like this is what we're moving away for away from um so I think it's just like a constant conversation, right, with my with my heart. And if other people are around, then being able to engage in conversation with them as well, because we're reminding each other that this is where we're living a more heart-centered life. Yeah, because it's like, for one, it's like, you know, we're all like mirrors of each other. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever you're feeling in that moment, it's probably just mirroring too mm-hmm. yeah and and I've decided to like to stop complaining as much to making a conscious effort of that because I know that <clears throat> whatever you put out is what you attract more of right so mm-hmm. it's like yeah I really had to watch like if I'm around people that complain a lot or if I you know like you said I catch myself sometimes and yeah I don't like to be in that space it's, it's definitely become a conscious effort. But now, like, once you really get into that, I find myself more hypersensitive to, to like, people that criticize or, you know, do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the kind of person who, like, I'll say something. Um, like, if, you know, if, we're, if we have a close connection, then I'm definitely going to, I won't always say something, but if I know that you're in a space to where you can receive what it is that I'm saying, um, then I'll definitely say something. And I expect, you know, whoever is in my life to hold me accountable as well. And I think that's what's so great about just like the connections I have now is that we get to do that for each other. When we see each other stepping outside, then we get to kind of pull each other back in. And I think that that's, that's really important and that's part of the reason why um boundaries are important is because I can go into you know the same spaces and be around the same people but if I haven't like protected myself or put up those boundaries then I could easily fall back into those patterns so I had to really stay away from certain spaces for a little while and now I'm more comfortable going back in because and one not even be because not even because of myself, but just because whenever I look at those people, I 
I realize and I recognize that I am them, right? Like we're each other. We're just, we're all connected. And so there's, it's kind of helped me to let go of judgment as well, Mm -hmm. because I could easily fall back into that pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What were the five things you said? You said it was gossiping was one you you no longer do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was complaining. Complaining. And um, then I said, I no longer judge myself, others, or the world. Mm -hmm. And then I no longer ignore my intuition. And um, the last one was, I no longer choose or seek perfection. Instead, I choose awareness, presence, and acceptance. Mm. Aren't those beautiful? (laughs) You said awareness, protection, and what else? Um, I said awareness, presence, and acceptance. Awareness, presence, and acceptance. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's um, those are all really good daily mindsets to have. Um, definitely go into the last podcast me and my mom did. We talked about you know how to maintain um, a glow up and how to get a glow up Mm. if you're looking for one and what Mm -hmm. you just said I feel like also goes into that you know just being aware trusting your intuition not gossiping about other people not judging other people not judging yourself those are all things that come into your high vibrational energy and also that come into how you you know look on the outside because how you feel on the inside definitely is all over um, your face you know it may not be your appearance or how attractive you look you can still be very attractive on the outside but not feel very good on the inside but Mm -hmm. your face is still going to show that no matter you know how much of a glow up you try to do physically it has to start from internally you know yeah I agree I mean you can yeah people carry it in their faces and their shoulders you know the the dark circles around the eyes like gives it away and it's because it's in its energetic, right? And I think that we kind of, and people are learning, but we, we just have to come into that space of becoming aware of like who we really are, right? We're not just like this physical being, we're energetic beings and we're spiritual beings and that's where we carry everything, right? And then it comes through the body, like the body is the way that our energetic self and spiritual self communicate with us. And so, um, And I think that's just like, that's, for me, that's been the most important part of the journey is really just connecting with my body through yoga, through walking. Um, I don't, I I have always loved working out, but I don't really work out heavily anymore because yoga and walking are just really simple ways for me to connect with my body and take care of my body and also listen to my body. Mm. So yeah, I agree. Thanks. I'm a yoga and walking fan, but I also add like Zumba too because I love to dance. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was doing this morning. I was I just put on I don't even remember what song I put on, but it, then it just Apple Music started playing, and so I'm like I I love dancing on Sunday mornings. That's my routine. Oh so, yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> I like that a lot. It's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Sundays are the day to dance. Yeah, I wake up and just, I mean, random, like, it's funny, because just random songs that I haven't heard in years, and so I'm like, okay, let's go. Right. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I might dance tonight. I love to dance, just move my body in, like, any sort of way, just Mm -hmm. walking, running. Um, Me and my boyfriend were talking about yesterday, we just want to, like, take our socks off, take our shoes off, and just walk around like outside barefoot mm-hmm. and we did it was like pretty nice you know yeah put your feet in the ground and feel the grass um so like it's interesting that you say all that because just moving your body in general is always a good energy booster mm-hmm. but like most of all like what i've realized when you're speaking about you know what you do on a daily basis with your life like i realized that you don't really have a mask and like a lot of people you know like have a way that they present themselves once they Mm -hmm. leave 
their bubble once they leave that alone time bubble like I feel like when we're just completely by ourselves and we're just in our own element we're just in our own environment that's when we tend to really learn about ourselves and the things that we like to do and like if you talk to the tv or if you're silent when you watch tv or you know like that all depends mm -hmm. but that can all switch up if you're hanging out with another person or a group of people or and not saying that that's not being a part of yourself just because you act different of course not but most of all like with you it doesn't really sound like you're trying to do an impression or like present a mask of how you want people to see you you're just showing people how you want to be seen you know what yeah. i mean which is pretty mm -hmm. cool yeah and i think that's very important for me because that's um growing up like that was just because of trauma and things like that was a big a big deal for me like i wanted the approval or I wanted the validation or I wanted to be seen. I mean, me and my mom, we've been in very many, not very many, but just like whenever I was younger, there was arguments um, because I wanted to be seen. And I remember the last time that we like came together, I was getting, I was married at the time we were getting ready to move. Um, and it was a same sex relationship. And, you know, like I was telling y'all before we talked or the first time we talked that like, I grew up in, you know, uh, the Church of Christ. I grew up in religion. So, like, that was a huge no-no, you know? And, like, so we were getting ready to move, and I came home just to kind of have a conversation with my mom, and it just got ugly. And then, um, and I, you know, I was staying the night because I just came to talk to her about where we were going and what our plans were, and also to just kind of have that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And, um and we had the conversation it, there was it was there was cussing it was just ugly and then the next morning we both just woke up and it was like that was unnecessary <laughs> and we she prayed for me and we hugged and she went to work and then i ended up going back to dallas which is where i was living at the time before we moved and the reason why i was able to come to the conclusion that it was unnecessary it, is because I, you know, I wanted that approval so bad, number one, because it's my mom, but then I, I realized that I didn't need it in order for me to just be myself. I didn't need the validation. I didn't need the approval in order for me to live my life in the way that I wanted. Um, and that was really like a catalyst into really like me just being free and being myself right and sometimes it's ugly like self-exploration is not always pretty right i've been in some i've i've hurt people i've hurt myself just in the process of trying to figure it all out you know what is the right way what is the wrong way and just realizing that like it's all a part of the process so none of it is right none of it is wrong it's just you're moving towards you know your highest self and um, some things are going to happen and, you know, I held a lot of shame for some things and it's like, you have to work through that too. And so the people around me, you know, if I'm not feeling good, they'll know I, I'm whenever I'm not really, you know, feeling in that high vibrational space, I'm very quiet and I'll stay to myself and the people around me know, right. But it's, I'm, it's not harming me it's not harming them and so there's just like this mutual understanding of like this is who she is right and then I just reflect that back to others by allowing them to just be who they are when we're sharing space together mm. I like that sharing space that's really yeah. you know like allowing people into your energy bubble and allowing yourself to share you know yourself as well you really mm -hmm. energy exchanges yeah it lightly you know but it means a lot when you're sharing your time mm -hmm. and somebody because that's our like precious and most rare commodity that we have to offer is someone that's our time mm -hmm. you know and so yeah yeah and going back to like sharing space i sage my room I want to say about two months ago, this is at the beginning of summer. I've had the same sage for like three months, but um, I was sage and I was just like, you know, I tend to, I've realized that something about 
my room and like my house are just anything like no matter who I bring like it could be co-workers friends um relationship partners it could be like literally whoever and everybody's like instantly in love with like everything I have in my room mm-hmm. and it's not like I'm trying to present that or anything but they'll just like walk in and it's like oh my god I'm in love and I'm, they just like lay down and they're just like at home and yeah. I'm like, what is it like I was trying to figure that out for a while because I've been switching around so many jobs so I've been meeting like new people back to back to back <laughs> so like and also there. me like living out here it's like a different environment because I don't really have my family out here. So it's like, I have to make my own family. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, I keep meeting all these new people and somehow we build a connection. And then like we're friends and then they come over and everybody has the same exact reaction, no matter how different they are. Whether they're a boy or a girl, like everybody's just like, wow, like we love it here. And I'm like, Am I not like I love my place too, but it's weird how I keep getting that same exact feeling, no matter what type of relationship I have with that person, whether it's platonic or romantic. So I'm like, hmm. And I started to wonder, like, why that is. But I think it's because I put my space, I put my energy into that space. Yeah. And it's like I put my footprint here. So be, mm-hmm. I think it's more so the energy of the room. It's not the cute plants I have or whatever. It's like yeah. my energy, my good energy in that area, whether that's outside or inside, creates this like sense of, okay, like we can relax now. Like we could just, like everybody just comes and is like, it's completely relaxed. And after I saged, like when I tell you like half of those people, like all of a sudden just like weren't coming over anymore. Like we Mm -hmm. used, like we started going out more. Like instead of coming over, like all of a sudden it's like, oh, like let's go to the bar, let's go to the museum or like whatever. And it's like, huh, like, okay. And I said that I'm like block anybody from entering my room or entering my house if, you know, their intentions are pure and genuine. Cause I don't want to share my space anymore because I realized that that's very sacred and I realized that my energy is what's drawing people there so I need to make sure that that's like the right thing going on and ever since I sage like the right people have been coming into my space and the wrong people have not been allowed to enter my space and that's just naturally done on its own so like sharing your space with somebody is very very like um my mom said it's just very like worthy and sharing your time is very worthy. You have to be really careful with that. Mm-hmm. So the sage really helped. Like I've just been experiencing really good things. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. And it kind of like speaks to the point of like not ignoring your intuition, right? Because you could like sage and then still move into that space of like ignoring your intuition and okay, you know, like I sage, so I'm protected. So I'm going to, but like you set the intention, which is really important, um, you know, which is the, you put the energy into the intention and the intention is being carried out um, by your highest self, you know, for your highest good. And so I really think that's beautiful and it's important to do. It is. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, the other day we had um, spoken about about love you you said you had a dream about love so let's get into that a little bit yeah so we had just we were having in my dream it was basically us three having a conversation and we were just having a conversation about love I'm not really sure like what all you know it entailed but um yeah I don't I don't know how to something (laughs) that came up for me um yesterday um, and it just kind of, it falls in love or falls in line with like the conversation we're having now, but, um, just a thought that came to me that I wrote down, you know, just to kind of bring up was it, I said, love is changing for the good of yourself, because you know, that the change you create in your own internal world will have a direct effect on the world around you. Um, and so for me, that's kind of 
the Sorry, foundation. Write that down. Right. I'm like, can you pause? Oh, right. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like stuck over here. Like, yeah. <laughs> Y'all want me to say it again? Yes. I said, yes. Okay. I said love. Okay. So I said love is changing for the good of yourself because you know that the change you create in your own internal world will have a direct effect on the world around you. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And that just that thought just came to you yesterday? Yeah, so I just, I don't remember what I was doing, but usually like when something comes to me like that, I'll like send myself a text um, because I know that it has to do with something. And I knew that that thought had to do with our conversation today. So I, I sent a text to myself and um, yeah, and I think that I, just in, I didn't really spend a lot of time like meditating on it when it came up, but just right now and saying it out loud is that, and I can speak just from my own experience that a lot of times, you know, um, whenever it comes to change, like whenever it comes to changing ourselves, a lot of times we change because we want other people to love us or we want other people to accept us. And so with this saying, you know, love is changing for the good of yourself, it's, there's no longer this, okay, I need to change to be accepted by other people, or I need to change. It's just knowing that like change or love is the foundation for the change that I'm um, allowing myself to go through internally. And so, um, like love is just that foundation. Like, why am I, why am I choosing to let go of the low vibrational patterns and vibrate higher? Because I love myself and because I am love, um, I'm not doing it because I want other people to love me. You know, that's, that's not the pattern I'm living in anymore. It was a pattern I was living in. Mm. And so now it's like, and I understand that by creating this change within myself and by loving myself, you know, the world around me, I, I won't have to say much. I won't even have to do much. I, you know, kind of like with you saging your house and knowing that like your, your energy is setting the foundation for people wanting to be around you. It's not because you are doing anything in particular. It's not because of some action you're doing. It's just because of what you've created within yourself. And that's, that's love. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so that was the first thought that came to me, um, you know, around the love conversation. Mm. Yeah, because like you, you attract what you put out. So it's like, if you really want that good, healthy love yet, it starts from within. And then you'll mm-hmm. know what boundaries to set up and you'll, you'll have the discernment kind of like what Taylor was saying, she's experiencing more discernment in who she she feels good around and who doesn't feel good around it just sucking yeah so it's like yeah it it does all start from within in order to yeah because I look back at some of my my relationships and I'm like I can I can't even be mad at whatever I went through with that person because that just shows where I was at mentally in terms of like how much I was or wasn't loving myself or attracting into my life or my life, you know, it's a growing process and you do better when you know better, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the whole, I mean, that's the whole purpose of all of this is just for us to expand and grow and evolve. And I mean, I definitely have put myself in, um, some harmful situations because I, you know, wanted that love or what I thought was love, you know, and um, once I like realized that, you know, that's not love, the, the harm was already done, right? And I, there's no going back and undoing it, but it's just like moving forward and like you said, becoming aware of, okay, now what do I want to accept into my life? And, and not just from other people, but like, what am I going to accept from myself, you know? And that whatever it is that you receive back from other people um, is reflected. And that's kind of something that I've been opening myself up to um, because our body holds on to everything. So like I can be doing this work 
and you know realizing where it is i need to change or how i need to grow or what patterns i it is i need to let go of but if i don't have this connection in this relationship with my body and if i'm not spending that intentional time with my body then um it can kind of be hard to like accept the new that's wanting to come in right so that's something that i'm kind of like moving through right now is I've been putting in this work and I've been letting go of attachment and I've been doing, you know, just different things to really love myself deeper. And so now I'm in this space of like, okay, now it's time to allow yourself to receive what Mm. is being reflected back to you and know that like the reason why it's being reflected back to me is because I've, I've been loving myself deeper. I've been loving myself in new ways. Right. And so this isn't, it's not a gimmick. Like you get to receive this new kind of love now because you've been putting in the work because you've been loving yourself deeper. So when it comes in, don't, you know, don't fall back into those old patterns, like be aware and um, love yourself by allowing yourself to receive. And so that's kind of where I am um, right now. And it's funny because I had a conversation with somebody on Friday and um that kind of is coming up like just this thought about attraction and you know just kind of like filling this person filling me and like it being this genuine you know unconditional thing and so i like was giggly about it because it's just like a new kind of okay this is being reflected it's not not anything i have to be attached to but just like this is being reflected back to me because this is where i am I don't know how old you are, Marcy, but I mean, Macy, but like for me, like I'm in my 40s and I'm like, isn't this so great that like, like Taylor is in her 20s and she's learning all this stuff now because like, like you were just saying, like you're learning now, like how much, how important it is to love yourself and put yourself first and things like that. And so like to learn this at at my age and I don't know what your age is but it's like I wish I had known some of this stuff how important it was and how easy it is really mm-hmm. to create the life you want a long time ago <laughs> yeah I'm I'm 32 um so yeah I mean and I always like and me and my mom will have these conversations too and it's like there really is no you know, everybody's learning it in the time and space that they're supposed to be learning it in. And that's what I think is so beautiful too, is that, um, you know, it just really, it just is what it is. And you just receive what you need as you're moving along. Yeah. You do always get what you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is your opinion on dream catchers? Um, I don't know if I really have an opinion on them. I haven't really, I was always fascinated by it when I was younger, um, but I've never really worked with one or I've never really had one. So I don't really have any thoughts on them. I think it's kind of just like, for me, I work with crystals. And so to me, it's kind of just like a crystal or, you know, something else like that. Um, It's just a form of a tool that if that resonates with you and you, you know, um want to use it as a tool then I think that you know go ahead and use it Mm, okay see that makes sense yeah because some people may not resonate with crystals you know and um that's fine it's just not a tool that resonates with them right and I think that's what, for me, like on my journey, that's something that I really had to realize is like all of everything is within me and everything outside of me that resonates with me and that I want to use in my journey is just a tool. Like it doesn't have the power unless I give it to it. And it's just reflect, you know, again, it goes back to, it's just reflecting something within me. And so I just like to refer to just like meditation, you know, that's just a tool. It's not giving me the power that I need to be still, but it's a tool where I can come into the stillness that's within me. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think you have to be careful with all the tools that you use. 
I was talking to my colleague about this a couple of days ago about like crystals and sage and um, just like dream catchers, just like all those, you know, spiritual tools and how you have to be very careful with them. Like she didn't know that you weren't supposed to accept a crystal from somebody else. And she was like, girl, I have so many crystals that I take it from other people. And I'm like, yeah, you're not supposed to really do that. Um, same thing with like sage. I know you have to like clean the crystals too and then charge the crystals. Like crystals are something that I don't know enough about to tinker with. So I just don't do it at all. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't know enough about you to like really take care of you. So I don't want like to accept this tool and then it's like a tool that I can't really utilize or I'm not utilizing it well. So I'm like, yeah, but dream catchers are like very simple. You just put them up and then you call it a day. And then sage, you just light. So I'm like, all right. But then like I was also talking to my roommate and she said that she was at Ross and she saw this um, fragrant sage and it was like different flowers. So you had a rose sage, a sunflower sage, um, a tulip sage, and they all smelled like the flowers when you lit it. And she was like, but... I started to get it for you, but you're so skeptical. So I wasn't sure if you were going to use sage from Ross that smelled like a flower. And I was like, yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. And I was like, I probably would light it as an incense, but I wouldn't use like something to speak to or, you know, like use it as some mm -hmm. sort of power. And then I was like, and I still would be mindful of the things that are, because like when I light my sage, I'm very careful with what music I play or what TV show I watch. If it's lit at that time, it has to be like a very solid song or a very solid TV show that I know is not going to be on any, you know, like say some random negative thing out of nowhere. So mm -hmm. I was like, I would probably still be mindful of what I'm watching or what I'm playing around it but I wouldn't like use it to like say anything. But like, I, it was interesting that she thought that, and it sounds very simple, like isn't Sage just Sage? And it's like, yes, but no. So it was interesting yeah. that she was like, I don't think Taylor's gonna want Sage from Ross that smells like flowers, cause it's like not Sage. So it was interesting that she thought that way. So that goes back to like what you were saying, like about, you know, tools and all that. Cause there's so many different ways that you can, you know, um, I don't know, like meditate or heal or do whatever you want to do, whatever your method is. Um, everybody has one. So it's just interesting that she said that because some tools have a lot of power and you have to be really careful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so is that was that all you wanted to say about love or was there anything well, what do y'all have any thoughts or any questions on it? Um, T, do you? I wanted to just know what she thought about dream catchers because my dreams haven't been catching. So I thought maybe, you know, she had the answer to that. Because, like, I'll dream and then I don't remember them. And I'm like, isn't that the whole point? So that's all so, something I need with, to do. For me, whenever it comes, so I feel like a lot may play into it. So um, at night, you know, really paying attention to like your nighttime routine, um, the time you go to sleep or, you know, like, are you just like, are you on your phone before you go to like, just paying attention to different things like that. Um, and just noticing like what are you giving yourself to 30 minutes or an hour you know before bed like art and so just really being intentional with that time before you get ready to lay down and then also you know just like you were saying earlier about setting the intention while you're saging your house like doing the same thing whenever you get ready to go to bed so mm -hmm. setting an intention of um you know wanting to remember your dreams so whether it's talking to you know god or your higher self or whatever just setting the intention of i would like to remember my dream or um and then also there are certain times you know throughout your sleep where um you may wake up and so in those moments that you know if you have a dream and it's in the middle of the night and you wake up like 
waking actually waking yourself up and writing down whatever the dream was in that moment so like maybe um you start a dream journal like you go buy a journal tonight or today and you know that like this is my dream journal this journal isn't for anything else it's for my dreams and so starting like and allowing that to be a part of your intention because for me i'll use my phone if it's by my bed um and then like sometimes if a dream wakes me up in the middle of the night I'll grab my journal sometimes I'll sleep with my journal like on my bed with me and I'll start writing you know whenever I wake up and so I think it's just like really setting that intention is important whenever you get ready to go to bed so then like you get into that habit or you get into the practice of setting your intention and um, you know knowing that I'm when I dream I'm going to wake up remembering or my dreams may wake me up because with my dreams and this kind of started happening at the end of last year um dreams are very healing and they're very revealing and um a lot a lot of healing can take place in your dreams right and so also dreams are subconscious so there may be some things you sub you may have to like really connect with your subconscious self first before you um before they start really revealing themselves and you're able to wake up and remember right and so just kind of kind of like spending that time in meditation to um connect with your your whole self your subconscious self your heart your spirit your mind um so that you can just be open be more open to receiving your dreams and healing through them because the dreams can be very healing um you know when we allow them to be Mm -hmm. so that's what's helped me a lot with dreams especially this year like I've always been able to not always been able to hold on to them but I've always been able to kind of interpret them and know you know like what this dream is saying to me and so this year I really became aware of I'm not just having a dream I'm healing in this dream something that I'm holding on to subconsciously yeah even if it's not a good dream because it's it's a healing in it right mm-hmm. yeah it's like address yeah, there was go ahead yeah no yeah go ahead so I was just gonna say there was um you know a dream where um I I had to, I don't remember what exactly happened in the dream, but there was just certain people involved. And so there was like this fighting that took place and it was me and another person and we were fighting whenever I woke up, like the frustration from the situation that the dream was connected to was gone because in the dream, I like, I fought it out or whatever. And it, it was very interesting to me to like wake up to that dream. But like, I I realized that it was it wasn't because, you know, th- I want to go fight this person, but it was because I had to let out the mm-hmm. frustration. So subconsciously through my dream, I was able to do that so I could let go in real time. Mm. Dreams are healing. I like mm-hmm. that. Dreams are healing. Yeah. So what does it mean? Like if you, you keep dreaming about like a particular person, does that mean? I would say that it could just be that, you know, subconsciously, if there was any connection in the past or whatever, I feel like it could mean subconsciously that there's still um, just this like attachment that may be there. And also just depending on what the dream is, you know, like what's going on between yourself and this other person in the dream. So really paying attention to the details as much as you possibly can so that you can kind of like just see what, see and pay attention to or become aware of like what the connection is to this person in your subconscious mind. Um, so that you can kind of work through whatever it is that may need to be worked through. Okay, yeah. That's why it's important to like write it down, huh? So you can see the patterns. And... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And also, you know, other people, we may not be aware of what other people's energy is. So they may be sending energy into our space, you know, whether it's consciously or unconsciously they may be still holding on as well so you just really have to like pay attention to your energy and what's going on and um 
yeah, so that you can pay attention to those patterns and, and try to work through them however they need to be worked through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know if I have any specific questions about love, but <laughs> I am just trying to like just be more open to it and more vulnerable than I used to be. Um, yeah. That's, I don't know. I, I feel like I have a long way to go and I don't even know where to begin on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> And so whenever you say love, are we just, and I think this will help the conversation, are we just... Um, are you talking about love in general or romantic love or just romantic love? Yeah. 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 So I think, and this is just like from my own experience and perspective. um, I, I I don't know. I think it goes back to like the, everything is like a reflection, right, of where we are and of what we are experiencing within ourselves. And so I think it's so important, and this is like something I've been practicing in my own life, is like just, and this, I literally did this, I think, last week, but just it it randomly came to me. So I started writing it down in meditation, but I started writing down like what or, okay, let me back up. I started identifying all the ways in which I've changed or in, with all the ways in which I've kind of evolved. And I wrote them down by saying, as a romantic lover, this is how, well, let me turn to it in my journal. But I said, as a romantic, oh, here it is. As a romantic lover, I am inclusive, supportive, encouraging, affectionate, honest, vulnerable, non-judgmental. And then I wrote, as a romantic life partner, I am attentive to my lover's needs and I'm an active listener. I listen intentionally and with love. And so I think that's something that's important for me right now because I, I am coming into a space of like, I've been saying I'm ready, I'm ready, but also realizing like there's still a little bit of just things that I need to pay attention to or become more aware of. But I, so I wrote that down because it's a reflection of all the ways in which I've grown. Right. So I wasn't always the best active listener. I wasn't always attentive to my own needs. Right. So how can I be attentive to someone else's needs? So just like identifying how I've grown and saying, okay, this is how I've grown. So this is the kind of romantic life partner I want to be. And in being that, I want that to be reflected back to me. Um, and then allowing that to be like your your drawing board or like not your drawing board, but I guess like your, um, what do you call those things? Oh, a target. Like, you know how you throw darts and like you have the target. So like allowing that to come into your space rather than like seeking it out, right? So being like, the light the the moth is attracted to the light but like you're you're the light you're not really the moth I don't even know if that's a good (laughs) analogy but just like (laughs) allowing yourself to be this is deja vu by the way oh my god (laughs) this is deja vu like the the conversation and everything like yeah 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 it is no but it's kind of it's kind of like a really deep vision board you know yeah you know what I mean it's saying what you want and what you're calling into your life but on a way deeper level in the work that you're willing Mm -hmm. you know or need to do yeah yeah and then also just knowing that like also at the end of it I just have to say like I'm open and available to it you know and like knowing that by saying that by setting that intention like it's going to come and I get to experience it because that's what I desire yes and but you know what I heard like what you were saying like you think you're ready but you might there's still some things to work on it's kind of like that Abraham Hicks I think she said um if it was 
if it was the time for it, it would be in your life in this moment. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I it's 100% believe that. But if it's not in your physical presence right now, that means there's a little part of you that's not quite there yet that's ready for it. Yeah. And that's why we don't have to go look for anything, right? I don't have to go look for the perfect partner. I don't have to go look for the perfect job or, you know, whatever it is, because it's going to come into my space. Like I, I, there's a, um, a guy, his name is Kyle Cease and um, I'm a part of his online community and he just did an online event and it was called expansion first. And so throughout the whole thing, it was like talking about how, you know, the, my priority is expansion. I'm not going to go look for anything. I'm not going to go, you know, try to force anything to come into my life. Like I'm focused on my expansion. I'm focused on being present with myself. And whenever I'm in that space of expanding before anything else, like what it is that's supposed to come in is going to come in whenever it is supposed to. Mm-hmm. And just staying in that receiving energy that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it will it will come when it's time and you're ready. Yeah, it'll be there. Yeah. But doing that work in the interim, of course, you can't just like, you know, sit back and be like, yeah. But mm-hmm. inner work, yeah, it's so important. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, Taylor, did you have anything you wanted to add? Mm, I don't think so, no. <laughs> Macy, did you have anything you wanted to add? Um, I don't think so. I think just like I really appreciate, you know, being able to come on and I love um, you know, what how y'all are growing and evolving together. I think that's important for people to be able to hear and listen to and witness. Um, you know, as as a mom and daughter duo, I think that's really huge, especially for, you know, women of color, um, because there's a lot of pain and trauma in mother-daughter relationships. And I think that that's really important just to be able to come into a space like this and receive healing um, mm. through the conversations that y'all are having. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah. And thank you for for sharing in in helping us in this process and in this journey. You know? Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really glad that, you know, we got to connect and hopefully that connection will continue. And yes. uh, yeah. And thank you for being love- a light. Yeah, whenever y'all, you know, whenever y'all want to, just let me know. We can decide on the conversation. I'd be happy to. Aww. <laughs> well thank you and we'll see you later we'll talk to you later <laughs> yeah thank you All right. have a good okay. day Lizzie. bye you too thank you